If you want to catch our beautiful faces live Monday and Wednesday nights, you guys can follow us on Twitch, twitch.com slash daydream media. Click that notification bell so you guys never miss whenever we go live. Welcome in to the Fantasy Daydreamers podcast. I am JJ. You guys can follow me at JJ Daydreamers on Twitter. With me, I have Keone. Hello, ladies, gentlemen, boys and girls, everybody of all denominations. Oh, boy, this was a busy week for my fingers in the Twitterverse. I was typing away throughout the games. Oh, boy, there was a lot of stuff to cover. And if you want to see any of it and any future content from me on the Twitterverse, as long as it lasts, who knows how long that will be? It's at Daydreamer Keone. And producer Ian is on the show today. Let's give it up for him. Yay. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I have a class. Okay. Uh, my Twitter name is Daydreaming Ian, because we all, for some reason, did it slightly different from each other, which was perfect, guys. Great planning on us. Um, and Keone, when are you going to shout out what your parlor uh, handle is since Twitter's going down, or your truth social handle? Um, <laughs> Yo, <we> have- <laughs> I don't know where to go. I don't know where to go from there. Yeah, sorry. You wow, know me. Chaos. Funny. Good joke. It's Twitter. It's Twitter or nothing. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, Twitter good. Or bust. There you Here. go. Twitter and bus. Hey, mm. Twitter's good for that. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Well, speaking of, of good things, uh, we've had some great football this season, including this week. We had some just amazing games. Let's talk a little bit about that Bills-Vikings game if you guys want to. Yeah, I mean, we can. Damn, that thing was wild. <laughs> just watching it live, thinking mm. that the Bills, you know, get the stop on the one-yard line. Mm-hmm. And... Somehow the Vikings just find a way. It's all season long, they have just found a way. They're scrappy. And this time it wasn't even them, though. It was yeah. Josh Allen didn't get the snap. Or, you know, maybe it was, it was a, the center's fault. Maybe it was Josh Allen's fault. Who knows? But it, was, it was a muff. So that was, it was good for, for fantasy because it's well, like, oh, we, they got the red ends. Not like, a fumble. Not a fumble. So that was, that was good. I like to see that. But yeah, muff and clutch. Like, this was a big a huge win i would say for miami in terms of credit or not miami in Vikings. terms of minnesota yeah. in terms of credibility mm-hmm. like this they finally beat an opponent that you know in a game where it mattered and they made plays that mattered like that changed the course of the game and so they're le- they're legit i'll i'll yeah. be real honest with you guys I didn't realize the Vikings were like six and one every week until we talk about, hey, uh-huh. somehow the Vikings are still blank and one, blank and one. And it's just like, oh, wow, the Vikings are now eight and one. One more yeah. and one more and they're guaranteed to have a winning season. Hmm. Beating quality opponents now in the Bills. Officially, so. yeah. It's, it's hard to say they two straight now. 
Yeah, rough. Ooh. See, Bills or Texans. Don't know where to go now. <laughs> that close. Yeah. All right, let's They're get the in. Same, let's the get same into picture. Some <laughs> like the Spider Man is pointing back and forth. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Uh, so last week, uh, after our last podcast, the Raiders placed tight end Darren Waller on IR. They also placed wide receiver Hunter Renfro on IR. So they are one game into their four games that they have have to miss already. Uh, but we just thought we would update you guys on that. Yeah, they're, I don't think their big four has played like more than 10% of the snaps together this season. It's ridiculous. Josh Jacobs time, baby. Mm. Bucks running back Leonard Fournette is dealing with a hip injury. They are going into their bye, and the belief is that he will be able to play in their next game. So, uh, good news for uh, Leonard Fournette managers that it doesn't seem like he'll miss time. Yeah, but we'll we'll talk about the other guy, but good news for him as well in that yeah, backfield. Definitely. Uh, Broncos wide receiver Jerry Judy left their game early with a mild ankle injury. Uh, it doesn't seem to be the worst, but it's also not the not the best. It's not like going to be a high ankle sprain or anything like that. But he's he'll probably miss uh, at least a week. Does that matter for the Broncos? Um, um yes, but for fantasy, no. <laughs> I mean, do you think it could matter for like Cortland Sutton or? No, other, other, that uh, offense is so bad that uh, yeah. you got to imagine that there's there's a max two touchdowns to go around a week. So it's not yeah, like if they're lucky. Yeah. Yeah. Even, I saw something that said that if the Broncos have scored 18 points in all of their losses, they would have won or something like that. Like their defense is just so dominant and their yeah. offense is just so, so terrible. Yeah. Even Greg Dulcich didn't get off this week. Yeah. Chiefs wide receiver Juju Smith-Schuster entered concussion protocol on Sunday after he took a nasty hit, scary-looking hit for him. Uh, He seemed to be doing okay after the game, uh, but expect him to miss some time. I thought of you, Ian. I swear to God, all of my receivers took a big shot at like the same 10 minutes. Juju got got knocked out, and then Chris Olave took that. Cold. That huge headshot. Would have been legal. Ten years ago. Oh my god, that would have on YouTube the highlights. The greatest play, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That would have been that would have been one of the intros to like Fox <laughs> Football Sunday. They just like Chris Olave got destroyed. Yeah, yeah, Juju. Yeah, Juju is uh, that's bad. Taking a prom, as as they say. Bears running back Khalil Herbert left early with a hip injury. Yeah, you know. Backup running back, he was looking good, but him and David Montgomery really not producing uh, for fantasy. It's the Justin Fields show. He's the number one runner on that team. Then yeah. he will be probably for the rest of the season. Bears tight end Cole Komet was banged up at the end of the game. Uh, seemed to be dealing with a little bit of a knee injury, but he seemed to be in good spirits after in the locker room. Looks like he, he, he'll be good to go. Huzzah. Panthers quarterback P.J. Walker suffered a high ankle sprain. So, back to Baker Mayfield, who's going to start this week for the Panthers. We're back, baby! 
Okay. Sam Darnold will be the backup. Dang. Okay. Yeah. This is what it is. How do you feel about DJ Moore, Deontay Foreman? I think I think for Deontay Foreman especially, it depends on their matchup because this past week, you know, there was was it like the two weeks he did really good, and then there was a bad matchup. I think, and he didn't do great. And then this past week, he got another. I think is 130 yards, and so against Atlanta, and so against Atlanta de- again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Um, so I think it depends on the matchup for him for Foreman. Um, DJ Moore, I don't know. He's been so up and down, non-existent this year that I don't know if Baker Mayfield is gonna connect with me he might i just would not rely on a starting position in my lineup at this point in the season for dj Moore. maybe it's yeah, they, they play the ravens in week 11 coming off the bye uh i'm not starting dj Moore for sure and my team has uh, to be in some shambles yeah like yeah buy exactly. shambles yeah uh foreman could be a spot start there though you know, there's not a lot to, to trust. So, mm. don't trust Carolina Cardinals at all. T- Cardinals tight end Zach Ertz left early with a knee injury. It's believed to be season ending. So, uh, a target monster there in Arizona. His season seems to be over. Ugh, I was going for the consistency, and then he just gets injured early in the game. Sucks. Yeah, really does. Yeah, Rondell Moore. That, Increase. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, I, is, I like Rondo more more because his Marquis is Marquise Brown out still. Uh, yeah. Yes, Marquise Brown is out. He's expected to be back after their bye. Okay, so yeah, Rondo Moore. He's he had a great catch, an amazing catch in this in this past game, mm-hmm. like a stupid catch. So like towards not, the ground, it was like a one handed catch that he kind of like cradled while being defended or something. It was. Was it really low to the ground? Like, he's, he's really I, I don't know. I think he's. I think he's growing each week. I think he's. <laughs> you know, he's. I was told to look, he was a hobbit. He's starting to look more like Legolas. Maybe by the end of the season, he'll be like a. You an, mean the elf one? He'll be an ent by the end of the season. Ear, nose, and throat right. doctor. Rams wide receiver Cooper Cup suffered an ankle injury. He will miss time. The length is still unknown, though. That's that's rough for your fantasy team right there. That, I don't I don't know what what uh offense the Rams have now. Don't get me Maybe. wrong. They, they had terrible offense, but Cooper Cup was like the one shining light. Yeah. Um if you're like a deep 20 man league, Daryl Henderson. <laughs> I think I think you got a roster Henderson and uh, I don't want to play him. That's for sure. I don't want to play anyone there. Yeah. Chargers tight end Gerald Everett has a groin injury and is considered day to day tight end streamer that was somewhat reliable, but is definitely just a streamer now. Uh, you can cut him and move on to a different tight end if need be. Charger players are dropping like flies. Like every year. Yeah. Also, I just side note, I guess, actual football talk in the first half of that game. They allowed Justin Herbert to throw the ball downfield. They did well. They were leading. Second half, nope. Just short passes again. Maybe that's why you lost. Hmm? Joe Lombardi? Hmm? Huh? They they do better 
when they are playing from behind because they have to open up the fee- like the playbook. That's so, just the thing just, about it. But yeah, Chargers are going to charge her. Anyways, sorry. If it's if they're not if they're not worried about trying to be like we have to score and stop, they're like yeah cool, check down, check down, check down, just like the the shallowest of throws. Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson returned to practice. If you remember, he can come back to playing week 13. So he was able to return to practice now, but he'll be back week 13. I mean, that's a few weeks for him to get some chemistry with with somebody. And it's not like uh, Jacoby Brissett is really the answer. He looks like a mm-hmm. backup quarterback. Mm-hmm. He looks like a capable one. Capable backup. Yeah, but it's still a backup. Yeah, yeah. Cardinals released running back Enom Benjamin, the one starter whenever James Conner was hurt. Oh, that's 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 not funny, but like I didn't I I he's in my he's in my you could drop him. Yeah. <laughs> he was he was in my you could drop him too, and then I saw this news and I was like, Oh well Oh, that's funny. I guess, I guess the Cardinals read my notes, huh? <laughs> Oh well, I don't know who I'll have later then. <laughs> All right, that'll do it for the news. Let's move on to our week ten awards. <laughs> All right, this first award is the play of the week that got you screaming, damn, at your TV. This is the damn award. Damn! All right, and Um, the play that had me, I'll go first. (laughs) Me first. Uh, Trent Sherfield's touchdown. Miami wide receiver. Had a nasty, nasty catch in the corner of the end zone. Made the catch. I don't know how he even caught the ball, but then also got his toes down, toe touches. Uh, this was a game where Miami really dominated. It felt like they dominated from start to finish. Never looked back. Um, they didn't punt one time. Uh, Tua looked amazing. Spread the ball around. Uh, Sherfield was... <laughs> Uh, the receiver on uh, on the receiving end of quite a bit of that, and made a nasty ass catch there in the corner. Very, you know, Santonio Holmes esque, mm-hmm. like just. And also, Tua I think is now seven and zero when in games that he starts and finishes a season. So, just um, <laughs> he's he's perfect. Jalen Hurts can't say that anymore. <laughs> So the Samoan slingshot is is going for that MVP, baby. Um, my my play uh, or my yeah, damn um, award goes to um, a guy that you know. Step aside, Jonathan Taylor. I know you had over a hundred yards on the on the ground in this game, and it looks like you're back to back to form. But the best running back performance of the day, or the running performance of the day, came from Matt Ryan. 39-yard run, his best of his career. If he wasn't 37 years old and almost his bones turned to dust, 
he would have gotten in the end zone because there was basically nobody ahead of him. Green pastures all the way to the end zone. It was ridiculous how much room he had, and they only caught him because he is a 37-year-old man playing football. It's just, you love to see it. It came out of nowhere, and this team has life. They're back, baby! The Colts! Mr. Daddy Saturday is going to lead them to the playoffs. It's the shot in the arm they needed. That's a good name. Daddy Saturday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, t- I was going to think of Zaddy Saturday, but I did. I was a little bit too extra. So we're just going to stick with Daddy Saturday. Um, good. But yeah, he's good. Good job containing yourself there. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, he's going to take him to the promised land. He's one and oh, he's undefeated as an NFL head coach. This, I mean, granted, they played a terrible team in the Raiders, but this team looked much better than they had at basically any point in this season. And Matty Ice definitely helps with that. He should be the starter. So almost like he, were, he was benched to uh, tank. Yeah, it's it's becoming more and more apparent that yes, but Jeff Saturday is going to pull a major league and not have the team tank. Make it to the playoffs. Make a run. Super Bowl? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't see it. But. Just, right. just waiting. You just wait. I'm taking over Ryan's notes. But this is the really obvious play of the week. It is that Justin Jefferson catch. Goes up. Hasn't honestly it looks like an interception. And then somehow Jefferson just comes down with it. Don't know how it happened. Kind of just said, I'm I'm more of a man than you, and ripped it from him. It was the chef's kiss catch. It looked like Ryan if someone threw a bag of candy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know oh, heat. coming down with it. No, 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 no. Ryan, if somebody throws a bag of candy, Ryan is heat seeker. No way in hell would somebody <laughs> even had hands on it. Ryan would have just been in the air somehow. How'd you jump 12 feet in the air? Ryan would have been there. <laughs> Catching it. I'm telling you, that was what it looked like to me. Justin Jefferson going up. That man had the ball with two hands, and Jefferson was like, nah, I'm just going to grab it with one. Yeah. I only need one right now. Yeah. Who are you? You're tiny. And that was a fourth and 18 play. Yeah. Um, I tried to find the, uh, the, the GIF for, for the Twitter when I, when I tweeted about it and I couldn't find it, but for you, Ian, make a GIF. I I I thought of it. It was like too late. I found one from the boys that worked as well, um, just as well. But Jefferson, in that moment, told the defender, I'm bigger than you. (laughs) You went a little too loud. (laughs) It clipped so hard. Oh, it it was gone. It was just like, I'm bigger than you. Should I do it again? Should I do it again? Eh, Back up a little bit. Yeah, I want to hear it. Justin Jefferson to the defender on that play said, I'm bigger than you. Better. I, I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. All right. So Trent Shurfield, Matt Ryan, and Justin Jefferson, you guys are this week's damn award winners. <laughs> All right. So this next award is a player who had a perfect matchup and did not get the job done. This is the You're Not That Guy Pal Award. You're not that guy, pal. Trust me. You're not that guy. Okay. And I got Chris Olave for uh, 
the You're Not That Guy Powell Award. Coming into this week, the Steelers were the number one team in fantasy points given up to the wide receiver position and giving up the second most receiving yards and second most receiving touchdowns in the league. It was just really disappointing. The outcome for the wide receiver 16 coming into the week, Olave did not have himself a day, caught three passes on five targets for 40 yards, 5.5 fantasy points, finished outside the wide receiver 50. It's That's not going to help your fantasy team. He's been really up and down, more up than down, and I was really, really hoping that he was going to have a, have an up week this week. Um. Yeah, it, it was it was just really disappointing for him. Uh, I hope he can get back to it uh, with the Saints. The Saints offense. Bring back Janus. Bring back Jameis. <laughs> the the Red Rocket has served his purpose, and now it's team time to bring back Crab Man, Janus Winston. <laughs> <laughs> was it crab? I thought it was lobster. I think it's some, crab. some oh, okay. crustacean, yeah. some crab type man. of crustacean. Um, a guy, so my guy uh, is Cordero Patterson. He was coming off a great comeback performance, you know, in the week prior that saw him get two touchdowns and 14 touches on the day. So not a lot, like a definite, uh, a good amount of touches, you know, on his first return. This game, Atlanta just did terrible just in all regards basically um they were facing the panthers who ranked 30th against the run but he only had six touches for 20 yards it's just awful performance by a team that had been giving up over 27 fantasy points to the running back position each week um you hope that he can come back and versus the bears um but this week was Thursday night. Yeah, it might have been the Thursday night curse. I don't know. But that entire backfield looked terrible. And I, I honestly, it creates questions about playing any of them moving forward. I know we heard Kyrie Cardi move past Huntley and Algier, but if he's going to have performances like this, even Patterson might, I don't know. It's just, it was, it was bad. It was atrociously bad. We love to see it. The week, the week that he's coming back from being injured, they're like, let's run him 14 times. <laughs> and then the week that he's like, you know what? He ran good last week. He's back. He'll be our main guy. Maybe Algier will be here taking some other touches. It'll be more of a committee, but still Patterson. They're like, how about fuck that? No, <laughs> we're not going to have him at all in this game. So it's just enough for me to get him off my dynasty team. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good move. Dynasty for sure. <laughs> Get rid of him. <laughs> um, okay. Look at Keone. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. My, well, Ryan's that I'm stealing uh, was David Montgomery. The Lions are, how do you say, really bad. Oh. Uh, and David Montgomery had nine carries for 37 yards, four yards a carry. I don't, to be honest, four yards of carry is like, I think the bare minimum of what an NFL player should be. I think the average NFL player should get four yards of carry. Sorry, let me rephrase that. The average NFL running back should get four yards of carry. Um, and I think it's really starting to show that David Montgomery is not the best running back on this team. I think he was really helped by the fact that Khalil Herbert went down with his hip injury. 
Um, and I think Khalil Herbert may be stealing more and more uh, opportunities so long as he stays healthy. That's the only thing. We don't, how mm-hmm. how serious did we say this injury was? Um, well, we don't really know yet. Yeah. So if it was just like a hit pointer, you know, kind of happens, stings, don't want to play the rest of the game, but he's good next week. We can see Khalil Herbert eating more and more into this uh, the running back share. But as of right now, Dave Montgomery, he really fumbled the bag this week. Mm. And it doesn't help that uh, Justin Fields, when he feels pressured, was just like, oh, yeah, I'll just run it for, you know, a touchdown, a long touchdown. Forty so, something yards, right? Yeah, it was it was another huge week on the ground. I think I think he has like five hundred and fifty five rush yards over the past five weeks, which is like the most he, he has over 300 in the past two games alone. So I would believe you. Well, he got what yeah. one? He got almost 180 last week and 150 this week almost. Yeah. Ish, basically. Yes. Yeah. Man's running up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Man's a cheat code right now. Yeah. Ever mm-hmm. since mm-hmm. They, I, they, they changed their offense. I mean, you can see it. They changed <laughs> their whole offense and they just <laughs> and let Justin Fields do whatever he wants pretty much. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. it really has affected the running backs. You there. mean adapting your offense to what your quarterback <laughs> needs works? The, the most important position. Holy yeah. shit. All right. All right, Chris Olave, Cordell Patterson, and David Montgomery, you guys are this week's You're Not That Guy Pal Award winners. All right, in this last award, if you could go back in time and switch a player from your bench into your starting lineup, this is the If I Had One Wish Award. If I had one wish. All right, and my one wish would be Jeff Wilson Jr. Call on called on up to the starting lineup, please. Um, maybe you're calling me crazy for not even starting Wilson after last week where he finished as the running back 10. But if you look, he only had he only carried the ball nine times. Yeah, he caught a touchdown, so I figured his yards per carry would regress to the mean and still think he he wouldn't have a chance of getting a receiving touchdown, maybe getting one on on the ground, but a receiving touchdown on this Dolphins offense, I just didn't see it happening again. So I didn't start him. Well, week 10, he carried the ball 17 times for 119 yards and he got in the end zone on the ground. He finished with 21.3 fantasy points was a top 10 running back on the week. I was completely wrong about Jeff Wilson this week. Uh, it seems like he has taken over that backfield from Raheem Mostert and in a explosive offense, he's a start. Absolutely. Um, you know, he, in that first week we, we saw him get a, would you like, was it one more snap or whatever than Mostert, but mm-hmm. clearly like he's kind of taken the lead as the RB one there. I'm in an explosive offense just to, an offense, a high-powered offense that is probably not going to slow down anytime soon. Um, speaking, or but an offense that picked things up this week when they really, really needed it was um, the Packers. They had to win this game, and their rookie wide receiver had basically his coming out game. Uh, Christian Christian Watson, you know, breakout performance. Three touchdowns, uh, four catches on eight targets that resulted in over a hundred yard game. 
all of those were career highs for him, even though it's a short career. Um, like compared to what he's been doing the rest of the season, I think he's had four targets max in a game and 34 yards were his best in a game so far this season. So this kind of came out of nowhere. Um, but because he had done nothing so far, he was on my bench and it would have been nice to see him and his over like 30 plus points um, be on my team. Um, you know, he was the wide receiver three, according to PFF on the week, um, but he had not finished higher than wide receiver 40. Uh, yeah, so he might be he could be a guy who's on Aaron Rodgers nice list now moving forward after this performance. Um, with that, and if so, that would bode really well for his season moving forward. Um, yeah. All right, let me go with <clears throat> what Ryan gave me. Uh, Rashad White. Uh, with Leonard Fournette out and limited, Rashad White really took off. Showed that he was he can be an electric back for this team. Um. With Leonard Fournette, I mean, they're going on by this week, and Fournette's supposed to come back next week. I still don't know if you want to sit there and be like, let's start Rashad White. Probably not. Um, if anything, with Fournette back, it goes back to more of a committee. But it actually made the the Buccaneers have like a decent run game for the first time this year. <laughs> uh, I think he's a really great um, asset on dynasty teams. I think he can show that even if maybe he takes over for Fournette in the next two years, or maybe they move on from him or they move on from Fournette, something that he kind of has the stuff and he has the juice. And I think he showed it really well. He had 22 carries, 105 yards. He had the long of the day for 29 real good rush. He just didn't get in the end zone, which sucks. And then unfortunately he didn't get any targets, but it doesn't seem like any running back running backs. Total had two targets complete. Like Fournette and Keyshawn Vaughn both had one each. So, yeah, Rashad White. All right, Jeff Wilson, Christian Watson, and Rashad White. You guys are this week's If I Had One Wish Award winners. Now let's get into the waiver wire. All right, who are you adding this week who is 45% or less rostered? So I'm going to go a little uh, unorthodox or just, I just like trying to pick players that not everybody else might have. Um, So I'm going to go with my first guy as Cole Komet. Cole Komet. 38.8% rostered. He has five touchdowns in the past three weeks. And is a main guy, a main option for Justin Fields if he chooses to throw the ball, which may be far and few between now with his running ability. But still, when he throws the ball, it, it's, it can be um, Cole Komet. I think he's had at least four targets in each game this season. Um. I'm sorry, that's somebody else. <laughs> um, I'm thinking ahead. I'm thinking ahead. Good job. Anyways, man. spoiler alert for later. Um, my, my later pick of mine. Um, he, he's averaging 57.5 yards um, over the past two weeks. They face Atlanta, then the Jets, and then Green Bay before the bye. Um, so he's a good pickup, I think, if you need a tight end right now. Um, if he 
like we said earlier, if he's, he should be healthy. So I think because of his touchdown upside, I think that's what you need at the tight end position. Um, especially if you're streaming. So Cole Komet, go pick him up. If you need that extra boost at tight end. All right. Um, I got Isaiah Pacheco, 23.1% rostered. Uh, the chief starting running back, starting. CEH uh, has been dethroned, and it is Isaiah Pacheco. He carried the ball 16 times for 82 yards. Um, he is their running back. Now, this is a pass-happy team. Jerick McKinnon's going to get some work there. Uh, he seems to be their passing down guy. Um but Isaiah Pacheco, if if you need to go add someone, a high-powered offense, and he's out there running snaps. So, all right, you said Ryan's number two, Isaiah Pacheco, and Keone, you said uh, Ryan's number three, Cole Komet. So I'm going to go with his number one, uh, Rashad White. Uh, we just talked about him. He very well, like I said, could be stealing um, or sneaking his way into the rotation of running backs where he's actually getting good carries and good amount of uh, a work in there. Leonard Fournette is hurt. We did say that he should be back after the bye week, but you know what? People come back and they're not always 100%. So if they come back in more of a limited capacity, then Rashad White is the is probably going to be the main focus in that backfield. And he's only 24.3% rostered. Definitely a bench bench stash, because you don't know what's going to happen with Fournette the rest of the season. And in Dynasty, he should be on your team. Like, 100% should be on a team already in Dynasty. For sure. Um, just speak about Rashad White a little bit more, because he's also, I think, on either, on both of our lists... As well, yeah, DJ? He's, he's, All three of those. Uh, yeah, mine and Keone both are number two, so. Um, he, like, I think he had 4.9 yards per carry um, in this past game, whereas Fournette has only gotten around 4 point or 4 yards per carry. The only game where he didn't, dip, like, get past that, I think he had a 4.1 in this past game, but otherwise, I think 6.0 yards per carry was in week one. So uh, Rashad White's ran better than Fournette has been running. Um, They also faced Cleveland in week 12, which just got ran over by Miami this past week. Um, So yeah, get him as an insurance policy uh, bench stash um, 24.4% rostered. Um, Who knows? Yeah. Who knows with this offense and they no longer the the head coach is no longer Bruce Arians. There's so there's no bitching around with the. With uh, he's the, uh, still the involved there. though. Yeah, I know, but still. But he, it, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the only reason Rashad White is my number two and not my number one is because they're going to need the buy. So mm-hmm. I mean, pick him up. It's great. We've been telling you for weeks now. Ryan was the first one on it to tell you to pick up Rashad White. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're going into their buy. So if you need someone to pick up and maybe play, uh, doesn't really help you this week. But yeah, he's he's definitely my number two. My number three, Christian Watson, who Keone talked about, seems to really have gained the trust of 
uh, Aaron Rodgers. There's a lot of injuries going around there in Green Bay. You know, talk of Randall Cobb might be coming back. Uh, you, who knows what is happening with Romeo Dubs. Uh, Alan Lazard is there and very consistent, but he's not going to ever get three touchdowns in a single week. So uh, Christian Watson, 5.8% rostered. He's out there. You can go pick him up everywhere. So. I mean, we already talked about Ryan's two and three. You guys did a good job on that. I have nothing to add. So, Keone, let's hear your third, which is hey. a great one. <laughs> um, I have a second tight end for, for, our, for our waiver wire. And uh, guess what? He he has uh, gotten at least four targets in each of his games this season. <laughs> don't know if you've heard that. Don't know if you've heard that before. But... <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so he, Darren, Darren Waller has been put on IR. So at least for the next four weeks or so, Foster Moreau is going to be a guy that's starting on this team, barring, you know, any setback or anything like that, but he's going to be the number one tight end. Uh, he got a touchdown in this past game. If he can get a cut touchdown, you know, and he can be looked at as the number one tight end for, uh, Derek Carr, Maybe because this team, you know, like I like, I think we talked about before, they're big four. You know, they're not always they haven't been on the field really, and he can act as one of those pseudo like ish in this game interim big four. Um, you know, Derek Carr seemed to th- throw to him and enjoy throwing to him this this week. You know, so I think he's a viable streaming option, especially like while Darren Waller's on IR. Um, they face Denver, then Seattle, and then the Chargers in the next few weeks. So Denver's can might be tough, but I can see him doing okay against Seattle and the Chargers. Um, but yeah, it, if anything, streaming option, just a possibility. 12.3% rostered. All right. Solid. Is is there anyone you're dropping? You know, Benjamin. You know, Benjamin. <laughs> I, I set through me for a loop. It is crazy. Yeah, because yeah, James Conner is back. Like, I think James Conner is, you know, barring whatever. But even, like, my t- contingency was, you know, even if, like, James Conner gets injured because he does a lot, like, you know, Benjamin was not even on the team. So, yeah. um, when you put uh, him on the list, did you know he was dropped? I did not. <laughs> so, we're just saying drop him anyway. <laughs> Great time in County. I, it works out perfectly, doesn't it? He was literally going to be my drop too. So uh, it hurts. Uh, is there anyone that you should be looking for first on the waiver wire who's over 45% rostered so they couldn't be used for your list, but maybe people should be looking to add them? Yes. Okay. Um, it's Elijah Mitchell. Uh, he is in the backfield. He came back this past week for San Francisco off injury. He had 19 touches for 88 yards in this game versus the chargers in his game back. Um, he can be a viable option for them in this high powered offense. If, you know, if things go start going right for them, they get the momentum in a game. Um, if he gets a consistent amount of touches, you know, I know Christian McCaffrey is also in the backfield, but like he had 19 touches. That's crazy. Um, he has a chance to probably to get in the end zone. It seems, 
you know, I wouldn't put it past him every week. Um, he runs. Garoppolo's not going to throw for one. So ex- exactly <laughs> right. Uh, he runs hard and he runs well. He had four point nine yards per carry in this game. Um, yeah, it, I think. And they've also had their bye, so fifty-one percent rostered. Um, look at Elijah Mitchell if you can get him. Um, yeah, Kadarius Tony is who who I got forty-seven point five percent rostered. So I uh, picked someone who is still widely available, just barely didn't make the list. Uh, a lot of injuries going around there for Kansas City. Juju Smith-Schuster, I expect to miss at least one week. Michael Hardman missed this week, and we kind of don't know where he stands. Um, yeah, Travis Kelsey's going to be the number one there. But after that, man, Kadarius Tony kind of looks explosive, electric. Uh, only caught four balls for 57 yards, but he got in the end zone, kind of rubbed, rubbed the Giants' face and, you know, did that one leg hop. Oh, my ankles hurt. Psych, boy, I'm in the end zone. <laughs> uh, little dance move that he had. Uh, just dirty to do that to the Giants, but uh, he looks explosive, so I, I like that. I think I think he also, like, adjusted his glove on a route and still caught a pass. That's that's baller right there. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. shit, let me fix this. Fix it and snatch. Yeah. Mm. Uh-huh. Um, my my one that I was going to I'm going to go with is the other is the opposite side of Kadarius Tony while Juju's out for this game is Marquez Valdez Scantling. Um, I thought for sure you were going with the Hobbit. Rondell Moore. Yeah. I, I don't. Isn't he really too something. high? Yeah, sixty something percent. I think you could use him for this. Then okay, then let's go with him. I thought it was too high. No, 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 no. I think we've already set a precedent <laughs> yes. earlier in the season. <laughs> yeah, but I thought it was like, hey, give me some. Let's give some real advice, <laughs> not nah, just be I like, think, hey, you think, guys should you know, start Patrick Mahomes this week. He's like, still available in a third of leagues. So okay, I think that's, yeah. pretty, that's uh, pretty good. Rondell Moore. Uh, with uh, what's his face? I can't think of it. Uh, was Zach Ertz out? He he really is going off. He had his most targets this past week. Uh, his most receptions of the season. His most yards of the season. He just didn't get in the end zone. He's only had one touchdown. Um, but it he seems to be some guy that can eat a lot of those targets that Zach Ertz, that Zach Ertz is going to leave on the table with him being out. So uh, Marquise Brown is still out. D hop is D hop, no matter what's going to happen. But in a pass heavy offense, kind of like this one, they're going to be needing a second person to catch the ball. Also, just to to speak to the the numbers of like you never know. Even though he's in a third of leagues, he's not rostered. I was able to pick up Justin Fields this past week off the waiver wire. Me too. So like, you know, you should like. There are leagues where Go he's going to be available. Exactly, it doesn't Go, hurt to yeah. look. Yeah, go like, look who who people are dropping because people are dropping craziness mm-hmm. to to pick up, you know, waiver wire ads. Um, yeah, I really like Rondo more too with Zach Ertz going out. Uh, a lot of people were excited about Greg Dortch at the beginning of Dorch. the season. Um, whenever Rondo Moore was out, and Rondo Moore has completely taken over that role and now i expect him to get the zach Ertz receptions i i think he should go look for rondell more mm-hmm. absolutely and that'll do it for our podcast thank you guys so much for listening if you wouldn't mind go ahead like subscribe follow whatever it's called on whatever platform you are listening to this on 
Tell your friends because we really need you guys to uh, spread that word. Tell them who is helping you guys win your fantasy championships. Coming down to the playoffs here, we're getting to it. So uh, just stay locked in, stay tuned. Uh, we got lots of stuff coming out. Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, at FF Daydreamers. Twitch, Monday and Wednesday nights, twitch.com slash daydreamer media. We're here answering all you guys' questions. So if you guys got any, slide into that Twitch, follow us, click that notification bell. Um, and then our website, fantasydaydreamers.com, got all of our content there. Articles coming out if you like reading. Anything else? I think everyone stay should stay dreaming. dreaming. Stay dreaming. Stay dreaming. Stay dreaming.